If you're able to stand with us tonight, Psalms chapter number four, and uh, I tell you, uh, we got home this afternoon about, I don't know what time we got home, uh, probably about, I reckon, two o'clock, and um, and uh, uh, I want to thank the Lord for just safe traveling mercy, and uh, we left the sunshine state and left all the sunshine, and I ain't missing a bit of it, amen, and so I'm just glad to be in the house of God, be in church on Wednesday night, amen, and hear the good testimonies of the people of God. Psalms chapter number four and verse number one, the Bible says, hear me when I call, O God, of my, of my righteousness, thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress, have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O ye sons of men, how long will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love vanity and seek after leasing? Salah. But know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Salah. Offer the sacrifice of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say who will show us any good. Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increased. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for Thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Let's bow for prayer. Father, I want to thank You for the good testimonies tonight. Thank You that we can come to church on a Wednesday night and draw apart from this world and hear some positive results of what You're doing in people's lives. Be encouraged that you're still on the throne. And I pray that you'll help us now. Lord, we don't want to be a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal, but God, we want to preach the word of God with liberty and with power. We know, Lord, what you've put in our heart tonight. Help us to be willing and obedient to do your will and speak to every heart. Bless the invitation now. We'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated tonight. I want to preach a message entitled tonight on how to find peace on your pillow at night. How to find peace on your pillow at night. In Psalms chapter number four, this is an evening psalm and David wrote this psalm. This uh, believed by most commentaries that David wrote Psalms chapter three in the morning and we do believe that Psalms chapter three is a morning psalm because the Bible says in verse number seven of Psalms chapter number three, he said, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. And he begins to talk about in verse number five. He said, I laid me down and slept. And then he said, I wait for the Lord sustain me. So according to Psalms three and verse number five, we know that this psalm was a morning psalm. And it's believed that Psalms chapter number four was written that afternoon as you look in Psalms chapter four and verse number eight, notice what David said here, he said, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for thou Lord only makest me dwell in safety, and David no doubt wrote this psalm in a time when he was running from Absalom as he did Psalms chapter number three and Absalom is trying to take the kingdom and it looks like David is losing and Absalom is winning, does it seem that way a lot of times in our life as we face adversities and we face problems, it looks like those that are living for the devil are prospering and we that are trying to live for God, it looks like the more harder we try, the more we try, the harder things get. And that's where David finds himself in Psalms chapter number four. But David tells us in verse number eight that he will both lay himself down in peace and he'll sleep. In other words, David says in this Psalm here, he said, I'm going to have peace. He said, I'm, it's 
going to be pleasant. He said, I'm going to sleep. And David said, I've got protection. In verse number eight, he said, for the Lord only makest me dwell in safety. Now here in this Psalm, David is running for his life. David is, there are men after David. His own son is trying to kill him. But yet David is not worried. David is not fretting. David is talking about having peace. He's talking about getting a good night's rest. And he's talking about laying down and sleeping in safety. And there's only one person that can give you peace when adversity is on your trail. And that's none other than the Lord. Amen. And David makes that clear. He said, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. In other words, David said, Lord, there isn't anybody that can give me peace and there isn't anybody that can give me protection but you and you alone. And can I tell you tonight, it doesn't matter how many locks you got on your door. It doesn't matter how many guns you've got in your safe. It doesn't matter how much money you got in the bank tonight. The only one that can really sustain us is the Lord himself. Amen. But I'm glad that we serve a God tonight that has promised to take care of his children. Amen. He has promised to more than just get us by, but he has promised to watch out for us. He has promised to put food on our table. He has put clothes on our back. I'm telling you, he has shielded us from the sorrows and the problems of this life. God is good to his children. Amen. And you may be here tonight and have problems, but I want to tell you this. You can find peace on your pillow at night. Even in the hardest of times, I, I don't care if you're going through a trial. It doesn't matter tonight if it's some struggle with sin that, listen, the devil's about to wear you out with. You can find peace on your pillow. David is running for his life and is in a cave, but yet he pillows his head. And listen, he didn't pillow his head on a tempur pillow. I promise you that. Listen, he didn't have, listen, a sleep number bed to lay down in. David lays down on the cold, hard ground. He nestles his head on a rock or maybe on a, on a uh, listen, maybe on a, a some a garment or something, uh, but David finds peace uh, that is not of this world. He finds peace and rest in the Lord. I like that old song, Brother Danny, and them sings, uh, uh, there is rest beyond, uh, uh, listen, I can't remember the words, but you know the one I'm talking about. There's rest in God's comforting word. Uh, I love that old song, that old hymn, uh, because no one can give you rest uh, and give you peace and safety like the Lord can, amen? There's been a lot of times in life we've went through things and we didn't understand and God didn't give us an explanation, but he gave us peace. Isn't that right? The Bible said the peace of God passeth all understanding and will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Bible talks about in Romans chapter five and verse number one or verse number two, he said, therefore being justified by peace or by, by faith, we have peace with God. And I'm glad that justification gives us peace with the Lord. Amen. Man, the day I got saved, I went down a sinner, troubled on my way to hell, not knowing how I'd ever get out of the mess I was in. But I came up a saint uh, on my way to heaven uh, with peace in my heart. Uh, uh, listen, condemnation rolled out and justification rolled in uh, and propitiation was applied. Uh, I didn't know what them words meant, uh, uh, but I was redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, uh, been resurrected uh, from death unto life, uh, got my name written in the Lamb's book of life. Uh, I didn't 
didn't know all that, but I knew I sure felt good when I got off the altar. I knew something was on the inside. I knew I once was dead, but thank God I'm alive again. I knew that I was lost, but thank God I'm found. Brother, I'm telling you, God knows how to give us a deep settled assurance tonight where we can rest in the midst of our trials, amen? And I see here in this Psalm that David in this Psalm tonight found peace on his pillow. And he said, preacher, how did he do that? Notice with me in verse number one, I see his supplication. As the Bible says in verse number one, he said, hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. I mean, David is crying out to God. He says in the latter part of that verse, he said, have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. Do you know how David found peace on his pillow at night? I'm gonna tell you how. He went to God in supplication and he poured his heart out to God. Now, friend, I'm going to tell you, you can sit around and worry. You can sit around and try to figure it out. And the harder you think, the more troubles you're going to get. But I'll tell you what you can do. You can drop down on your knees. You can tell God what's in your heart. You can pour out your sorrow. You can pour out your complaint. I'll tell you what you'll find. You'll find a deep, settled peace. You'll find an everlasting arm that'll reach down and that'll pull you up close and God knows how to give peace in the midst of the storm, amen. Been a lot of times I pillowed my head not knowing what I'd do when the sun rose up, but I knew God was gonna take care of me. I knew God was gonna see me through and my friend, it's in that place of prayer and in supplication, David found peace on his, in, on his pillow at night and then I wanna say it was in his salvation that David found peace upon his pillow at night. Notice what he said in verse number one he said thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress you know what David does he remembers back to a time in his life brother Josh when he was in distress he remembers a time when he was going under and he said it looked like there was no way out brother laddie it was one of them narrow places that you was talking about but he said Lord you just enlarged me when I was in distress do you know what that means tonight folks that means that David was in a tight place it means that David was in a narrow spot you know what God did he just reached down and took that big old arm and I'm going to tell you what he did. He just cleared a path off. Amen. God just reached down for David when it looked like the devil had him by the throat. When it looked like he was backed in a corner. God just leaned over the balcony of heaven and took them eternal hands and just cleared out a path and pushed everything out of his way. Isn't that what God did for the children of Israel? When it looked like they was in a tight spot, God took that hand and he reached down and he just rolled back the water and he sent them over on dry land. Brother, listen, Moses said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. There've been some times in my life when the only thing I could do was just stand still and see God come through and there's nothing more blessed and there's nothing more encouraging and there's nothing more good when God reaches down and cleans a path out for you, amen. Woo, hallelujah. I'd like to see him do that tonight for some folks, amen. I'd like to see God just reach down and take that hand and just clean a path out for us, amen. He knows how to take care of you. Thank God he's helped you, hasn't he? Amen. He's been good to you and blessed you. He's helped you. He's blessed you. I'm telling you, he's been good to you tonight. And he's been good to you tonight. I'm telling you, God, he is our salvation and our strength, amen. 
and he found peace on his pillow because David found it in his supplication. David found it in his salvation. And then David found peace in his pillow in his sanctification. Notice what he said in verse number three. He said, but know that the Lord has set apart him that is godly for himself. Amen. You know what David says here, Brother Blake? He said, I'm just going to remind myself. I'm just going to remind everybody sitting in this cave that you need to know something. It doesn't matter what the enemy does. It doesn't matter how much the devil may roar. He said, you better know something. God has set us apart for himself. Amen. You see, if you're saved tonight, you belong to God. You don't belong to the devil. You belong to God tonight. You don't belong to this world. I don't care who's the president. I don't care what the world does. I don't care how many uh, laws they pass. Uh, I don't care how hard the devil gets on your trail. The truth of the matter is, the world, the flesh, and the devil cannot touch any of us tonight without the permission of God because we don't belong to them no more. I mean, if we belong to the devil, he could pick us apart and do anything he wanted to, but we don't belong to him. I'm glad I'm in his hand tonight, and I'm glad his hand is in God and friend he's holding me secure and thank God I'm glad that I find peace in his sanctification amen when he saved you he adopted you when he saved you he brought you in the fold. He brought you in the family. I'm telling you, listen, he brought you in the body. He brought you in the bride. And tonight, you don't belong to yourself, but you've been bought with a price. Uh, and you can glorify God in your body and your spirit because you belong to him tonight. You know, you take them children, you're gonna take care of them, aren't you? You know how much you'll take care of your children you'll do without to let them have luxuries in life. You know why? Because you are bound to take care of them. You make sure they got a place to sleep. You make sure they've got food on the table. You make sure they've got more than their needs. You take care of even their wants sometimes. And how much more, if you being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask? You say, Brother Gravely, I need peace tonight. I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd fall on my knees and pour my heart out to God and just know that God is going to take care of me and that he has set me apart and he's not going to let the devil take me under. Amen. I want to say tonight he found peace in his sanctification, in his salvation. But notice in verse number four, he found peace in his separation. Amen. He said, stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed. David found peace in his separation. Now this is uh, something we don't think much about. When we think about separation to our flesh, that's an ungodly word. I mean, or it's not an ungodly word, it's a repulsive word. Because the flesh does not want to live separate from the world because we've been created from the dust of the earth. So the very fibers of the world is ingrained in our body. So it's just natural for us to love the world. You may be here tonight and say, well, I, I, I'm not really bothered by the world. If you say that tonight, you're not telling the truth, amen? Because you are wrapped up in the world. Our soul has been wrapped in this tabernacle and this tabernacle came from the dust. And my friend, because the very material that we are living in tonight is of this world so it's just more easier to love the world sometimes than it is to love the things of God but what I'm simply saying is this tonight is that when a Christian separates from this world here's what happens they find real peace in serving God do you know the Christians that struggle the most you know who they are or saved people tonight should I say not Christians the people that struggle the most 
are the people that can never cut their ties with this world. And they look at people that are separated and they think, boy, they're just miserable doing those things. How do they survive living their life like that? Now, don't y'all die on me, amen? It takes me longer to preach when you die, amen? But I'm telling you, isn't that true? Carnal Christians look at dedicated Christians and they say, man, I don't want to live like that. And they got to be miserable. But if you weigh it out, you know, who, you know who's happiest? Who's the most happiest people you know that are saved tonight? It's not carnal people. I'm telling you, you know who it is? It's dedicated people. When you're dedicated to God, and it doesn't mean that we do everything right and we got everything right, we know that, but I'm telling you this much, the more ties you cut from this world, the more freer you're gonna live, friend. You don't have to worry about them. I, listen, I'm not talking about living, not living in the world, we know that, but I'm telling you, I don't need the world's things. I don't need their music, I don't need their fancies, I don't need their programs, I don't need all the things of this world to make me happy tonight. In fact, the more things you have, the more things you're gonna worry about about. Amen. But I'm telling you, friend, tonight, if your goal is to live for Jesus, if your goal tonight is to, is to serve him, you can pillow your head at night and let the world go on and do what they want to. You can let them go on and do whatever they think they need to do, but you can lay your head down at night and know that, my friend, that since you've come out from the world, thank God there's peace. I'm telling you, there's peace on your pillow when you're separated. I, I remember my mother, she saved, but when but she one time said something to me and my, my wife. She said, she said, are y'all really happy that way? I said, we're thrilled. And she was convinced of it. And you know what? She made the same choice. I'm telling you, listen, being a Christian tonight is not a burden. It's a blessing. I'm not enduring this life. I'm enjoying it, friend. I would rather be, and I like the phrase, and I don't know, I don't even know why it's under attack. I mean, I do, but I don't. I mean, from different circles out here, but I mean this tonight. I would rather be an old time Christian than anything I know. This may not be everybody's cup of tea, and I'm not going to throw a stone at all them, but just let me be. Just leave me with the old time way. You can call me narrow minded. You can say I'm crazy. You can say, boy, I feel sorry for you, and go right ahead. But I'm telling you, friend, it's the best life I've ever lived. If I had it to do all over again, I'd start earlier. I'd give God more. I'd live more for Jesus. Amen. I'm telling you, listen, giving Him the best years of your life, there is peace. Separating from this world tonight. I don't need the things of this world, do you? And I'm saying tonight he found peace in his separation. He found peace in his sacrifice. Notice what he said in verse number five. Offer the sacrifice of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. David said if you want to find peace on your pillow at night, make some sacrifices in your Christian life. You know, when they would worship in the Old Testament... They never worshipped that what they didn't give something. They believed that, and it's and it's and it's and it's right that if they had not sacrificed, then they had failed to worship. How many people come to church today to get rather than to give? The church is not a bank. The church is not a loan company. Can I get a witness right there? The church is not a place to make money. The church is a place that we get help. 
And it's, it's what we put into our church. We're to give to our church, not just finances, and we should. We're to sacrifice financially, but we're to sacrifice our time. You think about it. Those people, and I'm not being critical, but that crowd that just rolls in on Sunday morning, and that's enough. A dab will do them, and they roll out, and you don't see them again, and they make no sacrifices in their walk with God or in their church. Listen, they don't have the peace that those dedicated Christians have. I, I thought about Miss Nina this afternoon. She called the house and was, talking about uh, praying for her daughter and was uh, asking the church to pray and she's got problems that she's going through herself but as she was talking you know what not one negative thing not one feel sorry for me and really I do feel sorry for her tonight but it was just joy it was just boy God has been so good and God has blessed me and Lord has taken care of me and here's somebody going through a trial you say how can she do that I'm telling you friend when you sacrifice and you give your life to serving God there's peace uh, God gives you peace. I'm telling you, the more you give to God, the more God will give back to you. And he found peace on his pillow in his sacrifice. He found it, notice this tonight, in his stillness. The Bible said in the latter part of verse number four, he said, commune with your heart upon your bed and watch this, be still. Wait on God. Wait on God. If I, if I could emphasize something tonight and more than anything else, wait on God. Don't get in a hurry. Don't run ahead of God. You know, years ago, I used to say this because I thought it sounded good, but it really isn't true. I said, I'd rather be ahead of God than to be behind Him. But I'm going to tell you something, friend. I don't want to be ahead of God. Being ahead of Him is just being as bad as being behind Him. I want to be with Him tonight. I, I want to wait on Him to do what he wants to do. And that takes patience, that takes time, it takes spiritual maturity. And I'm telling you, if you're gonna be a mature Christian, God will make you wait, he'll make you have patience, he won't work on your timetable nor your time scale because God wants you to learn to just simply trust him. And when we're waiting, that's what we're doing. We're just waiting for God to make that move. We're waiting for God to take control. And David said, there's peace in waiting and just knowing that he's gonna help us. And then I find tonight he found peace in a song. As he said in verse number six, he said, he said in verse number six, the latter part, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time of their corn and in their wine increase. David said here, he said, I've got such peace that I can sing. There's gladness in my heart. Now think about this tonight. You could find David in a cave and say, David, how are you doing? David said, well, it don't look good, but God's on the throne. It don't look good, but I got peace tonight. It don't look good, but I think I'll just go ahead and sing a song and how good the Lord has been to me. Boy, that's what makes the difference as Christians. When they see us tonight going through trials, they're looking to see, do we react differently than what they do? And if we have peace, then we can then I say this in closing as they get us a song ready tonight. David found peace in our text verse number eight in his security. As he said, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Now, don't miss this tonight. Don't miss this. Here's what David could have done. David could have laid down and he could have laid there all night tossing and turning, worrying about what he was going to face tomorrow. But that is not what he said. He said, I will both, he said, I will both lay me down and have peace. You see, there's a part in that verse that God does. God gives peace.
But before God did that, David had to do a part. He had to exercise faith and say, I will lay down and I'm going to have peace. That's faith tonight, isn't it? I'm sure that David's flesh and those in that cave was talking and saying, David, what are we going to do? What are we do? They said, I don't know what you guys are going to do. But I'm going to lay down and get a good night's rest. And I'm just going to trust God to take care of the morning. And I'm telling you tonight, friend, that's what we have to do in life. Sometimes that's all we can do. But God never fails. He never fails. He never disappoints us. And He never leaves us to ourselves. He's there and He hears. And I wonder tonight while we stand, if you need to use this altar, if you've got a burden, if you've got a need tonight, would you put it on this altar? Would you let God help you tonight? That's right. Give it to Him while we sing.